0: Welcome to the Debo Unfiltered podcast. We are your hosts, our Mary, Dr. Nafi, and Anafai Badnar.
1: We are here to engage, educate, and hopefully empower you.
2: Today's episode is going to be about media in the Gambia. And we have with us a special guest called Shetijan Seka. Shetijan has a very diverse background that merges banking and finance and filmmaking i know that's very very rare after earning his diploma in banking and finance in 2011 he set his sights on filmmaking career and he embarked on a journey to master various aspects of the craft over the course of 5 years he honed his skills in creative writing directing cinematography editing and he left a profound impact on the Gambia entertainment industry. He's very talented and um, he has worked with some of the best companies in the Gambia. And he also established something that I know is gonna be very common from Gambians called the SDS Pictures. It's renowned for its consistent and high quality visual delivery since 2015. And Tijan is here with us today. Tijan, welcome to the Debo Unfiltered podcast. How are you doing?
3: I am. I am great. Tired, but then grateful in a in a
2: way. Good. Tired, as in you've been doing a lot of work, even on the weekends.
3: Yes, I've been doing a lot of work. I've been. Um, I'm working on a short film currently um, mm. with a uh, chorus foundation. This is a foundation started by Babu Cisse. I'm not. Sh- so if you guys know him, the actor.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yes. Yes. And um uh we've been having serious series of trainings uh the past few months, cinematography training, writing training, acting, um, and all of that. And, and it um we're doing it as a group. So a lot of creative came together and mm-hmm. just learning to improve in, in our various areas. So we are Doing this project to explore some of the things we've we've, we've been learning and also try to work um, and replicate the um, the way um, Bollywood is doing it, um, Bollywood and and other big industries in the world.
1: So, okay. Yes, and oh, I've been selected to, to
3: direct the film, and it's my mm-hmm. it's my first shot film to direct. Nice. Wow.
1: Nice. Congratulations. So- that's, that's exciting. So tell us about your journey, Tijan. Um, who is Tijan and how has this um, media part of your journey come to be?
3: So, um, well, I am a son of a Senegalese um, immigrant and a Gambian um, mother. Um, I grew up in, in Lateral, Kunda Asabi. And um, did most of my early childhood there until um, 2011 when I moved to Barbuda. Mm-hmm. So, I, in terms of education, I also um, attended Saint Augustine's, where I, where, where where the where where the um the desire to have a skill was triggered. Mm-hmm. Um, because one time I knew someone a close uh, relative who lost his job to the gov- um, from the government, mm-hmm. and he was unable to provide for his family, and I saw how his economic status just shifted from being employed and being underemployed. employed, um, and just I, I just felt, I just felt I didn't I didn't want to give anyone this power to um. to to dictate my my life, especially my financial life. And I thought having a skill could do that for me because then not only in Gambia, anywhere else that I go, I might be able to survive if I have a skill. And you know, that's what um, drawn me to see for for skill. And few years later, Mm -hmm. I fell in love with filmmaking. Does that
1: yeah. Now, did you have to, did you learn filmmaking in school? Was that something you were introduced to there? Or is, was this just like a side thing you were doing and then came to love it?
3: Um, so, it, it wasn't a side thing. Um, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't, I, I've always loved Gambian music. Mm-hmm. And um, yes. And this was at a period when it wasn't really popular. Um, and there was this place that I used to go to when I fin- just finished high school, while I was waiting for for, for my my um, high school results. Mm-hmm. But um, my mom didn't want me to idle, so she sent me somewhere. <laughs> just just, just spent spend time there and I just learned something. So I was learning computer hardware, but mm-hmm. one of his businesses was also... Um, uploading music and burning DVDs to to uh, members of the public. This was this a mm-hmm. thing back then. Timey, timey mm-hmm. MP3, iPod. There are a lot right. of yeah, people mm-hmm. who, who, didn't, <laughs> who didn't have um, technological skills at that time, IT skills. So they would pay for people like me who learn computer mm-hmm. early on to to do these things for, for, for them. Um, okay. And um, from... So I had a friend also who was a musician, and that he often would be making bits there whenever I'm not working, using the computer that I work with. And I saw how interested he was in this, but also my love for music was also growing. So one day I told him, I just run this idea to him, um, I just run it by him, like, why not we, why not I go study video on the music production? And um, create a company. So um, oh. we talked about it, and then he was he he, he um, bought the idea. So his manager at the time was also my my boss. So I, he knew if a person that shot a music video for for the artist, and he introduced me to him. This was in two thousand nine, I guess. No, two thousand and ten. Sorry, and. Um, it took me to Ife. I went there, we spoke, told him about my interest to learn. And on, on that conversation, Ife mentioned um, how much he charged for, uh, for an ad. This was in 2010, and he charged $30,000 for that ad. And that just triggered something in my brain. I'm like, okay, if one job could get you $30,000, I want to spend all the time I have to learn this job to be able to earn mm-hmm. 30000 for just one job.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I just started investing all my time, energy, and effort to work done in the craft. Um, so he took me as an apprentice for like five years. And oh, uh, wow. yeah, at the same time, I was also studying, studying banking and finance.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, because at the time, I, but it, it was my second option. If I, if, I'm, if I can figure out the skill that I, that I want to do. But in 2011, mm-hmm. I dropped it because it was getting in the way of me um, being on set to, mm-hmm. to learn and improve my skills. And also okay. just the thought of sitting in one office for like every day, it wasn't an idea that was <laughs> really interesting for me. It wasn't how I see my life, mm-hmm. <laughs> you
1: know. Uh, people
3: allowed me more to explore, to meet new people, travel to new places, you know um see different people's way of life it exposed me to to other people's home you know um and i dropped the banking and focus 100 percent on filmmaking
0: so i have a question for you what makes filmmaking so exciting that you chose that career path
3: um that 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 changes um, now. If I have to look at it, or or does does your question? Um, how do I even ask this? Um, is your question for now or before?
0: For any time, just for any time. before for now, like because you know, like you said, you got into it because obviously, you know, being in an office is probably not the best, and you were just curious about it, but. Maybe give us then, and then give give us now. But I would like to know now what keeps it exciting. I'm sure it's some of the projects you guys are working on right now, right? Yeah. But what yeah. really, what do you feel when you're behind the lens and you know, producing or directing? Oof.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so then, was just was was the music videos then? Okay. I wanted to contribute in the. Um, music industry, I wanted it to grow because um, mm-hmm. I realized for development to happen in any sector, the people that are in those sectors should be the one that could mm-hmm. lead and drive the, the the change that they want. Mm-hmm. So I had this realization early on, I think two, two years into my um, journey, and I started looking outside, seeing the, the, the music videos they were creating, also comparing it to, to the Gambia. And I saw the gap because there was a, there's a there was a limitation in quality that we couldn't have. And it was limiting our chances of being featured in international platforms. Even in like Senegal, Gambian artists at the time, when you have your video played on Disney TV, you celebrate it. And I wanted mm. to change that. Mm-hmm. And um, I knew the only way to do it is to... To learn how the the people who make the videos that are accepted in um that are accepted in 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 places like mtv sounds mm-hmm. you know um um uh, and, uh what's, what's the other there was this popular one in in south africa mm. um, i can't remember the name but so i started watching. Their behind the scenes, understanding how they work, their creative process, their technical process, and also um, some of the psychological process that they that they that they employ in creating visuals. And I started mm-hmm. applying it. You know, with limited budgets, and people started to realize my potential, and um, and I just mm-hmm. so from one job led led to another. And you know the, the quality kept improving to a point where artists were featured in platforms that they never thought they would be. So back then, that was my motivation, and I was able to achieve that.
0: So would you would you say that? Um, well, I'm sure there's definitely growth in in terms of like how things were being done before mm-hmm. to what you're doing now. But what are some of the what are some of the technologies maybe you've used to improve, let's say, your work? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to that, at least to perfect your craft. Like, what are some of the technologies and some of the things that you've done to, to perfect, you know, over the years? Yes, yeah. I mean,
3: cameras plays a big role. Um, so, um, current cameras that match is um, like high-end cameras, but then it's produced for independent filmmaking. Um, lights because some of these lights um, I invested in lights that were costing like two thousand dollars. Like everything Luma cost that I'm not I'm not saying I have banner, like it's seventy five thousand. Mm-hmm. But then again um, and three other pairs um, fresh nails, um fast computers and also just internet speed terms which whatever like you are able to access information and, and stream fast because most of the things that I've learned also I learned from the internet. So the, in, in fact, without the internet, I don't think I would have even been there. I, I don't think I would be here because I, I can say like 70% of the things that, I, that I've learned are resources I got from the internet. So mm-hmm. without technology, I don't, yeah, it would have been a really, really big challenge for me.
2: Mm. So Shetijan, I know that when you and I met, I had just moved to Gambia with my husband and my children. I think it was twenty seventeen.
3: Yes, it was around that time. Yeah.
0: So Anna, are you there? Yeah, maybe we kind of lost her a little bit there. Um, oh, gotcha. Yeah. So, but um, what I wanted to actually ask was um, if, you know, you have right now young people listening in, what are some of the things that you would, you know, give them as advice?
3: Young
1: people, Gambia. Who would want to wanna go into a similar pathway or go into media, you know, and you can talk about if there's any challenges along the way that you've, you know, endured and stuff too. Um
3: For young people in Gambia, this is a very um, good job that could create a lot of opportunities for you. Um, But it's also a job that requires um, a lot of um, dedication. And also, you need to have a sense of growth as well. Um, in in order to to excel in 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 this job and um patience especially for young people from gambia <laughs> like patience because <laughs> one of the what of the challenges here is that people don't have patience to learn and oh, that is one of the reasons why um standards are very low in all areas in gambia mm
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 'Cause it takes a while for people to learn the skills, right? And and acquire the talent it takes to do the videography, the cinematography, and just, you know, producing, directing, all that stuff. It take right, it takes skills to actually master all that stuff. It, yeah. It,
3: it takes a lot of that. And <laughs> a lot of dedication. I am still learning I am still learning new things every day.
0: So, are you still like using? Sorry, sorry. go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll ask that.
1: Is is there a school or a skill center or something that the um, youth can actually um, enroll in to to learn about media production and and directing and all that stuff? Is there such a program available in Gambia, whether it's a a, a university level or if it's a, a skill trade center at all? No, we don't have that yet.
3: Um, A lot of the people, like myself, learn from the internet and through apprenticeship from someone that you know. Um, But we don't, we don't have those programs yet.
1: Interesting. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can. Anna, yes, we lost you for a second. Anna, you were just talking to Tijan about the first time you met him was in two thousand and seventeen.
2: Okay. Yes. I was like, Oh my God, Mm -hmm. I I got kicked out. So Mm -hmm. I feel like I missed a couple of questions, but let me just pick up where I left off. Um, in 2017, when I met you for the first time T John, and I remember the quality of work that you did. It was amazing. We loved it. But if you compare it to the quality of work that I see you doing today, with like for example your Q cell commercial at the Albert Market set, it's such an amazing job, and the quality is definitely high standard, and you can tell it's international standard. But you're talking about how expensive it is to get these equipments and to get your hands on the right kind of cameras and lighting, so. Mm-hmm. How can Gam- young Gambians who are in school look at you, see the success that you have, they want to repeat and emulate that. How do they get into that? Do you have to be like capital heavy? Do you have to come from a rich family where they have the money to help you buy these cameras and equipments? Like, how do you get access to those things?
3: I think um, yeah, you, you're, you're right about the the, the, the quality between 2016 and and now there's been a big shift um, because a lot of work have been have been done a lot of research a lot of testing a lot of equipment that are way better than the one we are using but for um for for your, for, for someone that wants to um do this and then get here I think it has to it has to start with, with passion you need to be passionate about what what you what you want and um, understand that it's a process because one of the things that I refused to believe at the time for it me, was, it was hard though. But then I refused to use the word hard. So I, I created a, 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 a phrase for it. I just said, it's, it's just the process, the process. So that's how I term it. Knowing that, okay, there are gonna be obstacles on, on the way. There are things that I will not learn first. But then, if I give it two or three years, I might be able to learn um, humility. You know, just learning to listen to people, let them criticize your work. So I that to to all point being, I have the younger, um, um, create. I'm not sure if you have um, wall of audience. I'm just <laughs> blending it there. Someday.
2: Yes, we do. Go ahead. All
3: right. <laughs> you know, um, just allowing yourself to be criticized because I've, I've learned a lot from people just by criticizing my work. And sometimes this is coming from people who I believe at the time I was better than in, in what we were doing. Um, but sometimes they point out things that I would learn from and I would improve these things. But then I think it's also a creative job. You should allow yourself to be open-minded, mm-hmm. you know, to see, to see things from Different people's perspective because that's how you'll be able to tell better stories. And then it's through stories that people resonate with the art and also um, with your work. And once that happens, once that connection happens, you'll be able to um, help you to grow because you'll meet more people who you share the same energy with and then you will grow together. But it takes patience and a lot of learning, like come. Come, the amount of effort it takes a doctor or a lawyer, the, the amount of time they invest in studying, it's the same process. It's no different. It's just that in Gambia, we don't really have the structure for, for people mm-hmm. to learn. you know. Um, but <laughs> this is technical. This is mathematics. This is science. This is understanding human behavior. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely wow.
1: for sure. Yeah. Um, oh, you were going to ask him a question? I, I'm still no, like, stuck actually, at-
0: so you actually asked the same question I was going to ask, like, you know, if there's training centers or schools, you know, for people that want to do the filmmaking, et cetera, because um, I think, you know, um, and this is, I mean, I can ask in a different way because, you know, we kind of had this conversation last week where, um, you know, this is a most mostly male-dominated field, right, in media tech, you know, so here or there you might hear maybe one person that's in it and so Mm -hmm. what do you why do you think that that is like why do you think in your opinion why do you think it's more of a male dominated field because even with your own like folks that help you i don't i don't know if you do or not but even the folks that help are normally male like i don't see female assistants you know what i mean yeah so i just wanted to know like if there's a reason behind it
1: um is it like a cultural reason, or are there not a lot of women kind of shifting towards that type, those types of jobs and skills?
3: I mean, I haven't really explored that thought, though. Um, hmm. So, um, but this is this is just a just a feeling um, of what I think why is um, more male dominated than female. I I think um, we don't have enough people that that know that are aware of, of this as a job.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
3: this is mm. yes this is for for male or, 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 for, or for the female. Um but it's changing it's growing easy. Now we we're having more females that are interested. We are seeing more female photographers. Um mm. I don't think the cine- cinematographic part a lot of people understand it because they are there are different facets of um filmmaking. Also we have um, few female editors as well. I think they are in that area most. Um, but I believe um, people just just don't have the the understanding and the information about this thing. Like many things, like like in many areas in Gambia. Because even for me, from um, when I was starting, I don't think my family still understand what I do. <laughs> you know. <laughs> They they just know I do video, but they don't really understand it. Mm. And when I was starting, like, um, how they see it was just, they just see me as a cameraman. Whenever they they ask me, I'm going to explain. I'm like, (laughs) yes, I'm like. "Yes, sounds like it. Um, And um, I remember Benatang, I just, I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of this. So I just tell them multimedia whenever they ask me. I, f- I found a word for it.
1: You know, mm. it, it sounds
3: complex. And also because it's English, <laughs>
1: they,
3: could, they could they could understand that, but they don't really understand what it means. But there is a name um, for it. So they just take it. Um, and I think a lot of people might be having those challenges also. And um, Gotcha. Yes.
1: Just but- understanding yeah. in general, like what it is. Go ahead, Anna.
2: Yeah, Tijan, I was just gonna ask that's a very good point, but mm-hmm. the one minute commercial that you guys did for Q Cell mm-hmm. um something like that, a big project like that, where you had Maria Makoli as a producer, where you had Yaos Konate as an art director, where you see you actually see women's names in the mm-hmm. list of, of technical experts yeah. when you yeah. look at um, yeah. the rollout. Does yeah. that help mm-hmm. with putting the message out there for mm-hmm. Gambians like that this mm-hmm. is actually an avenue that young people can get into? And do you yeah. think that there's some kind of responsibility that should go on people like the GRTS crew and QCell and okay. to to really put the word out there, go into the high schools and teach children about a career like this being a viable option for them?
3: Of course. Um, it's like, yeah, the names you mentioned, Um, there, there were other women also who were living in other areas, like you must see the the, the, um, the wardrobe um, makeup also, uh, several areas. Um, it will just take me back to um, lack of information in Gambia because like, there are so many, so so many um, prospects and opportunities in these areas if it's explored because um, we don't have them here, and that's that's also um, an, an an opportunity. Um, but um,
1: um,
3: kind of lost my trail of thought, Sorry, guys.
2: And that's okay. okay. We no were talking worries. about we were talking about having so many women that participated in the Q Cell commercial, mm-hmm. and also putting some of the onus on people, uh, companies like Q Cell and After Cell yeah. and 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 GRTS, going out into the schools and yeah. really spreading awareness yeah. about, yeah. yeah.
3: Yes, I yes um, I drifted a little. I think. That should that could that could really really help. Um, I've done that myself a few times, um, and then I, I had some good feedback because I had some students reach out to me who were interested, but then in, they didn't know where to go. And mm. some of them started doing filming, and another guy who's also now involved with babusisa is also learning to be an actor and also doing a lot of um, other things um, around that. So. I think what this could do, if we could have such platforms, just such, such platforms like this, where we can talk about the different pro- professions that um, these women do, then it, it could attract a lot of people because they will understand um, what they are trying to do. They will understand their world. And also, you don't know who you will inspire. You understand? Um, mm-hmm. so I think, yeah, it's, it's something that would be really good if... These conversations around Jazz yes and QTV and all other platforms.
1: And I think it would also be beneficial, don't you guys agree, if um, maybe the Ministry of Education, right? If they do things like um uh like um Korea Week or something Same. like that at the schools campaigns where yeah, where that they can roll mm-hmm. out a lot of yeah. other possibilities other than just being a doctor, being a lawyer, being oh, yeah. a doctor, being a lawyer. Like yeah. we need we need people like Tijan who are going to create content that goes on TV. So we uh-huh. need a well-rounded society, not just two jobs or careers in, that everybody wants to do. So I, I don't think that they're doing it justice in publicizing it or, or rolling it out as a form of... Um, you know, a, a career where you can actually make a living out of. And, and you did mention that, Tijan, that most people might not be aware that this is something that you can make a career out of, number one. Mm-hmm. And if you are aware that you may potentially be able to make a career or a living out of it, you are mm-hmm. then stuck in not knowing, okay, where do I go? Where yep. do I get training for this, right? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. there's no official setup for mm-hmm. so a training for for the younger, uh, you, you know, the youth who mm-hmm. might be interested in it. So I think, you know, maybe taking it even further than just showing it on TV and having the different media companies talk about it, but also to try to incorporate it on a, on a government level, as far as educational system where people can get taught and make it aware that these are opportunities, areas where people can actually explore and get, you know, make careers out of.
3: I mean, um, some, some few um, organizations have tried, but then these are smaller organizations. I wish the government could really, or the Ministry of Education mm-hmm. could really think like them. Um, because these are mm-hmm. conversations that, that I have with my friends all the time. You know, and it's um, uh, stifling Gambians and, and Gambians youth, um, because um, people don't really know what to do out of the doctor, lawyer, nurse, yeah. and all of that. Mm-hmm. They don't.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You understand? And mm-hmm. they are limited on un- unlimited possibilities out there. It's just that they don't have the information. Mm. Information. Yeah,
1: right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. But then
3: again, yeah. this is how I see things. Um, when we have conversations like this, then someone would pick it up because we shouldn't, someone mm-hmm. should take it up and, and work on the idea because we shouldn't be waiting for the government to do everything. They're not going to mm-hmm. do it for us. We are the government. We are mm-hmm. the ones to take the lead in certain areas, especially areas that we see because we might see things that they don't see.
1: You Absolutely. I mean? We might Absolutely, see yeah.
3: they don't see. But conversations can, um, conversations like this, you know, dialogues publicly could actually um, get them to to that could actually invite them to be part of the conversation. And actually, allow them mm-hmm. to think creatively. You know, mm-hmm. but for us, maybe you know you know you know negative, negative, There are people they are <laughs> still not aware of what's going on.
2: That's maybe, very true. You
3: know, they are not aware of um, you know soft skills like this. Yeah, it's, is it's, there
1: a ministry of youth as well or no? Yeah, no, there is.
3: There, there, is, there is my Gambia, Gambia, What's Gambia. Oh, <laughs> this?
1: Oh, you don't sound very. you guys. You know, if there's Gambia, a ministry. You this
3: place. But, right, but I mean, we do. You're so, right. So I do. I do have a lot of conversation with Doctor Ismail because I, I'm doing something in my own capacity understand? I am. I'm. I'm, I've started this within my family, like the kids, around Mm -hmm. sixteen, seven, um, sixteen, thirteen, twelve. I I try Mm -hmm. to talk to them. I just sit with them, you know, um, talk to them about how they use the internet, talk to them about the type of information they can access for free, the amount of information Mm -hmm. they can learn, um, the, the 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 jobs that are available beside um the. You know the 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 popular ones we know um and 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 the school and 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 the school also the the one school teaches you about and you know also at the studio level i am talking to more young people i'm inviting them it's more like a hub when you come there you'll find a lot of people who are just hanging hanging around just to be around a creative space and also have um, creative conversations and also beyond creative conversations, just conversations about about life being um, purposeful, being you know driven, you know um, also emotion, uh, um, being conscious of your emotions and and your environment, you know, oh. um, yeah. But it's just things like this. Also, Dr. has said when when we had the conversation, he said um, the only thing we could do it is. We just focus on our area and be good and be the best. Because then you will attract mm-hmm. the right people.
1: Right. Who
3: you mm-hmm. would share this ambition to 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 move things forward.
2: But, Very true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tijan, you also started this um, jam box. Can you just share with us what that is? Because I know it's been a big hit on on social media. And it's also a great way of you introducing to Gambians in the diaspora and the ones back home, Mm -hmm. the new artists that are out and the talents that are there that I feel like if you didn't have the jam box, we'd never even be aware of them. Can you just share how that came about and how it's going?
3: In fact, that is one of the reasons why we started um, to um, uh, uh, promote and so underrepresented artists who are are extremely talented but um haven't had the opportunity to be seen because you know um i kind of took a break from music video so i don't i didn't know what was going on um in the scene for a very long for 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 a few years um because i was mostly doing corporate and um i saw the um the drop in the quality of artists that we have the ones we usually see, especially the young people, when you upcomers. I'm like, think I can recognize? I didn't hear anyone. The radio, you know, social media doesn't promote the, the very talented ones. It's only the foolish ones. So sorry to say, and I wanted to change that. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to change that. So I'm like, since I am not available to actively do music videos, and also the budget that I charge is a bit expensive for a lot of them who can How can we not miss this talent? Um, It was also timely because then we've moved to our office in Carabao Avenue and we had uh, this space, which is a props room. So we had all the props that we use in music videos that we've shot 10 years ago. Um, It's displayed on that shelf. That's where the jam box happened. So we're just having our regular meetings, um, regular weekend meetings. So. just explain the idea to them like we can transform this um space to a studio space where we invite artists but then what we would do with, with with the jam box is we only select artists that are extremely talented if you share your song and then um it's it's not fit we wanted to create that um that competitiveness mm-hmm. and also made it make it a platform that's not that's that's un, that's um, available for everyone. We didn't want to make it that type of platform. So what we've been doing is um, sending back other artists who come with songs that are not good um, to go and work on the song, work on themselves, and also the production quality to be able to um, have the opportunity to be on, on Jambox. Um, on the other side, also to promote artists that um that are talented and they are not known in Gambia and in the diaspora. And mm-hmm. I have found um, incredible young artists. And man, I used I used to say like, artists, yep, then you what? But I was wrong. When I started going to Audio Mark and listening to these new artists, it was mm-hmm. unbelievable. It's just that the public didn't see that. Mm-hmm. And what we are trying to do also is um, to partner with companies to see um, how we can... Um, create music videos and also um, create um, EPs for some of these artists within a period, within a certain period, to um, raise their profiles as an as an artist. So that's why we we created Jambox, and it's been incredible, but it's take a lot of work as well.
2: That's yeah. very it's very encouraging. And um, I just, before we wrap up, just wanted to say that it's so refreshing to have young Gambians like yourself who got Mm -hmm. educated in the Gambia, who lived there, who Mm -hmm. started a career there, who are advancing Mm -hmm. in their career, who are looking back to see how can they improve and also inspire the youth and for any of our listeners who are in the diaspora, who are anywhere in the world, reach out to Shetty Um, mm-hmm. and Shetty will give you opportunity to share your me- social media handles so that mm-hmm. if there's any photographers out there, if there's any filmmakers, if there's any actors, like, mm-hmm. they could reach out to you. Mm-hmm. Actually, a person that comes to mind for me is Henan ju who is the... Um, a dean at one of the universities Mm -hmm. in California Um, Mm -hmm. because setting up reaching people like that and you can actually set up you know training ground right you can actually start once you're you you Mm -hmm. can collaborate you can bring your ideas together and figure out a way where you could set up a training system and charge kids and give them soft skills like you talked about
3: that is kind of my life life dream right now (laughs) like i said i'm just doing it at a at a a small level but that is my dream that's all i talk about
1: you know yeah wonderful well you do you want to share sorry go ahead nafi oh no i was just going to say that you know, that he's doing such an amazing job just to kind of piggyback on what Anna just said, you know, for a young man, um, in Gambia, you know, trying to actually establish themselves in this field that is not very popular. And like you said, a lot of our people don't see it yet as a quote unquote, a true, um, Korea, right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, outside, of outside of the traditional, um, careers that we typically have so I think it's just we need to have a a shift in our mindset in our culture as Mm -hmm. to what you know um, earning money looks like it's not just the typical ways of earning money uh, and kind of (laughs) injecting new ways and new ideas uh, about you know um, with our new generation about just you know new potential careers out there and I think you're doing an amazing job you are uh, obviously a model right for what other uh, youths out there could do uh, mm-hmm. in order to uh, further their careers in, in the less popular um, or less um, looked into uh, careers out there. So good job. Good job. We're really proud thank, of you.
3: Thank you. Thank you. I'm Indeed. just, Definitely. just um, Yeah. I think young people need to hear this This is a job you could make like um, $60,000 <laughs> you know, with one contract or oh, just $600,000 on one documentary, it might take you a month to do. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, just something for them to know and see if they might want to exploit.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So it's a good opportunity to, to make a living. It is, is what you're
3: saying. It is. Okay. A very big opportunity. And, it, and it, it's not only limited to Gambia because I do have clients that are not even from Gambia. We just communicate via email. I do the job mm-hmm. and I get my money wired to me. You know? Yep. That's
1: amazing. So That's
2: Jigan, amazing. can you give us can you give us your social media handle? Sorry. Almir, did you want to share something?
0: No, no, no. Go ahead. That's what I was gonna ask, but go ahead.
3: Um so on Instagram is stseka. That is my personal um IG handle and STS pictures on that's the company's handle on Instagram and Sheahtijansega and STS pictures across all other platforms that is on
1: Twitter and Facebook.